<laughs> Let's meet uh, Alex White. Uh, he's from uh, Boston and his doctor, Dr. Bradley McGregor, from here at the Dana-Farber. Thank you, Doc, for coming and spending some time with us. And, uh, Alex, you have a very rare cancer, they tell us. I do, yeah. It was, um, it was quite a shock getting diagnosed with it. It sort of started last fall. I went in for a routine physical. I had just actually gotten married. I was maybe 30, 40 days into our marriage. I went in for a routine physical. I felt fine, didn't have any concerns. My doctor um, found something that he was a little worried about. That was on a Tuesday. The next day, it was confirmed I had cancer, and then I was scheduled for surgery that Friday. It was just bing, bang, boom. I didn't really have an opportunity to stress about it, to get concerned. And then um, what happened, the way I got connected with Dana-Farber was I actually was at another hospital, and they were doing a great job. But um, the the doctor I was working with, he correctly identified that the tumor he removed wasn't just testicular cancer. It was actually a mutation called PNET. And as I got to learn how, um, how rare and aggressive the cancer was, I knew that I'd be doing myself a disservice if I didn't reach out and speak to the guys at Dana-Farber. Good place to go. So, Doc, can you explain how rare this is? Yeah, so, I mean, testicular cancer is common um, in his age group is what we see often. But every once in a while, the tumor can mutate into this tumor called PNET. It's essentially it's a very aggressive tumor that generally doesn't respond to the classical therapies we use for testicular cancer. So, yeah, when he had his initial surgery, they correctly identified that there was this rare variant of PNET, and then they sort of sent us over to us to sort of talk about the different treatment options. So is um, this form of cancer, is it kind of like um, breast cancer as far as, do you, should, you know, you go in for a routine physical. Was it identified through a X-ray or, okay, turn your head and cough? Like how, is it, is it, is this something men should be aware of? Is, is it, you know, because women, you know, yeah. yearly checkup is the same thing for men his age? So testicular cancer affects young men. I mean, that's where we see this, is in like late teens, early 20s to early 30s. And so men in that age group should certainly be doing self-testicular exams to be monitoring for any changes, any lumps or masses that may be changing over time. And that would be a sign that there may be testicular cancer. Because the most important thing with testicular cancer is to diagnose it early. And when diagnosed early and treated with the right therapy, is highly curable. So one of the things I, I was just looking at the profile here, Alexander, and that you were impressed with at Dana Farber because we all know it's one of the, one of the best in the world. You know, and, and Dr. McGregor, his team, but he wasn't the only one. Like I find it interesting that Doc, you know, you you're out there because it's so rare talking to other doctors across the country. And, and Alex, you, you point out that you know their attitude isn't we know everything, we're the best, we'll just handle it ourselves. They still reach out to learn, as good as they are, as great as they are. You just want to reach out more, right, to get all the information. Yeah, it was, it was extremely impactful when I heard the way they were going to approach my cancer. When, when I think about myself, you know, I, I, I'm just a random guy from Boston. I'm, I'm not a celebrity. I'm not a billionaire. And they, they looked at my case on an individual basis. They looked at me as a patient, as a person. You know, they, they ultimately have my life in their hands. So you want to make sure they're taking all the right steps. And when I heard that, you know, my cancer was so rare, I think – Dr. McGregor said I was the only person in the country dealing with uh, this particular type of cancer. And when I found out that they had reached out to some of the top minds around the country to come up with a consensus on how to treat my cancer, it was, um, it was really impactful. 
So you were the only cousin. one in the nation only one? dealing with that type well, of cancer? Well, one of very few dealing with it. I mean, at this stage in this yeah. situation, I think you know, I felt bad. Every time I met with Alex, I'd be like, so the plan's going to change a little bit. <laughs> because every day you would get some new information. So we had a plan. We did surgery. We are planning this chemotherapy. Well, we did the surgery. And then what we saw at the surgery wasn't exactly what we thought we'd see. And the blood work was in this way. And so I'm like, oh, we're going to do this instead. And then... We wait three weeks and another little change. We're like, oh, we're going to do this instead. So I think it just shows that whenever you have the best laid plans, but when you're dealing with something like cancer, you have to really adapt to the situation and adapt to what is going on to really tailor that therapy to the individual. And I think through a lot of communication with Alex as well as experts throughout the country and at Dana-Farber, we were able to come up with an individualized plan that I think has worked out really well for him. So you finished treatment in June? I did. And where are you now? What's the situation from here on in? I'm, I'm back at work. I'm, I'm living my life, enjoying the summer. You know, no complaints. Hopefully starting a family soon with my wife, just trying to get, get on with my life. Awesome. And the future is bright now. Absolutely. Terrific. Thank you for sharing your story. We really appreciate it. And, Doc, thank you for coming out here as well and giving us an explanation about another one of these very rare yeah. cancers that you just never hear about. As you said, you got lucky for the wrong thing, right? You know, you want to get lucky in life and hit something. You don't want something that's that rare. Thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Again, we need people to start calling on the phones. 877-738-1234. 877-738-1234. That tote board has not changed. No, it's still. It, do, so we, do we need we to take due, action? We are too well, worried about out there, right? Do we need to go out? Do we need to go should, out? You know, we should probably go. Yeah, it just so. hasn't changed at all. So they're just messing with us. A three-man hissy fit. That's what we need right now. I want you to lead the way. I want you to get in there and, like, let's go already. Okay, I'm doing it. We're doing it next. You're listening (laughs) to the WEEI Ness and Jimmy Fun Radio Telethon, all presented by the Arbella Insurance Foundation.